Hey, welcome back to episode five of Today in Podcast with the Stars. Today I'm joined with puppeteer, most known for puppeteering Hacker the Dog from the BBC. It's Phil Fletcher. Um, it's Hello, great to have you on. Right? <laughs> are you well? Good, good, thank you. What about you? I'm very well, thank you. Yes, I'm just making some puppets today, actually. Oh, nice. Um, so obviously you're most known for um, puppeteering Hacker the Dog. Um, yes. What's it like getting to be just a puppeteer in general, though, and doing it for a job? It's um, it's great, but it's quite um, it's quite just quite a small window of opportunity, I think, to get into certainly to telly. When I first started, when I was a little kid, I started doing kids' birthday parties and cabarets, and I progressed to doing tours and live shows. Because I always thought, well, you're never going to get on telly because there's no there's no opportunities. It's too small. So I abandoned it and just carried on doing what I was doing. So I never tried to do telly. I never sought out to do telly. And telly came to me, really. Oh. Um, I think, like you said as well, um, you, you make your puppets. You said you were doing some telly. Yeah. I, say, I, yeah, think... I made these guys. These are some of mine. And if you've seen Hacker Time on the telly, I made all the other puppets in it except Hacker, more or less. Oh. I made Wilf and Derek and Lolly and Herman. And I performed Wolf and Derek as well in Hacker Time, plus loads of others. Yeah. I say it's, it must be great though as well, getting to like create your own because it just opens up and makes you, you can do whatever you want with the puppet. You certainly can. Yeah, the great thing about it is because of the way I work and because I work in television live telly every day. If I have an idea and I think, oh, that'll be funny if I can do such a thing on television next week, I can think of it, make it, and it can be on television within a few days, and it's just unheard of. It doesn't happen really, this. It's just such an odd, odd thing. I mean, most puppeteers don't work full time. Hmm. They'll do a show and then there's months of nothing. Then they might get an advert and there's months of nothing. Then they might get a film and there's months of nothing. Hmm. Hacker's a full time job, really. There's not, it doesn't happen. So you do a lot of, for Hackers, well, he's a lot of live TV. Um, it's mostly any... live. Yeah, yeah, I'm live every day on CBBC. Hmm. Is there any pressure that comes with that, doing it live, though, because messing up or anything on TV? Oh, well, there probably is, but I don't feel it. I quite enjoy it when it goes wrong. <laughs> and in fact, I actively encourage it to go wrong <laughs> just to stitch up the presenters. Oh, yeah, mess about with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we rehearse it a couple of times, then we go live. Hmm. Um, so I'll always just rehearse it as it's scripted. Then on the live, I'll just do whatever I want. <laughs> they can't and really then stop they'll be looking at me going, that isn't what we rehearsed or whatever, and it's the best thing for me because yeah. I'm under a desk out the way. I my embarrassment is never shown. <laughs> so they, yeah, you can never, they can, you can't really stop you because then they'll look silly just coming on live you TV. Can't stop it. No, you can't stop. Yeah, it's brilliant. There's loads mm. of outtakes. If you want to look at them on YouTube, there are loads. I say outtakes. They were they were all on telly. They're not they're not outtakes when it's live, is it? <laughs> um, have you got anything like upcoming for TV or with your puppets? I've got the continuous job of Hacker. I'm carrying on. I've got to resign for another year's contract of Hacker. I have got some other bits coming up, but I, sadly, and as nonsense as it is, I can't talk about them. Ah, uh, fair enough. But <laughs> when, as soon as I can, I will do another show with you. Oh, great. It's, everyone I says that. Most people say they can't talk about upcoming projects when they've not got anything planned. Sadly, <laughs> I have got a couple of things, but I'm just not allowed to talk about them. Uh, I know everyone says that, yeah. and you can either believe it or not, but it is true in this case. <laughs> Uh, what, what's your um? How many puppets have you got in total? Oh God, loads! Yeah. I've got about a hundred finished oh, wow. characters like these guys, who are all available. Should anybody want to hire them, 
because I do often hire things out for people who are making pilots or people who are doing commercials or they've got any ideas for videos, but they don't have the budget to commission something to, uh, to be built. That's so I've got about 100 or so finished characters. But beyond that, I've just got loads of partly <laughs> done stuff. And <laughs> what it's an illness. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, sure. Everyone's got their hobby that, you know, collecting exactly. things. Exactly. Well, it's yeah. great because my hobby became my job. And then when that happens, you've got to sort of find an extra avenue in that because um, it, it sort of sometimes is a bit it's a bit stifling when your hobby becomes your job it's always good so to have, have a, a hobby as your job though strand. yeah say again young man it's also uh, great to have a hobby as your job though because you don't want to be stuck in a job doing what you hate no you don't and most people are uh, so you've got to sort of rub your hands and think well I'm not it's alright <laughs> I mean at any point it could end and I could be hmm. I'm not deluded in the, to the fact that this is that I think that there's no end to this. It will end, and then when it ends, move on. You know what I mean? Mm. I was only booked for Hacker for four months, and that was oh. 12 years ago. So every day after that four months is a bonus. So there's no way I can complain, because I've blagged it for so long. You can't <laughs> whinge at that, can you? Mm. What's your favourite, uh, say, like, top three puppets then? That I have? My, well, I'm, is this a, a family show? Uh, any, yeah. I mean, one anyone really is. One of my characters is Pistain. You may have seen him on Instagram. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's a funny character. He's a great character, a great design, an unusual puppet. You don't see them very often. You, yeah, you don't a really tiny see mouth. the mouth. Yeah, you never really see yeah. them. But his mouth is so small. It's totally sort of counterintuitive for a puppeteer because you want to do expressive mouth stuff. And his mouth's only the size of the end of your thumb. But that it makes him quite original, really, doesn't it? <laughs> And his eyes are on the top and his head's long, so it doesn't really fit in the frame. <laughs> it, it's not the best design for that, but it's certainly quite original. And I it's quite like the hideous cat. He's yeah. one of my favourites. Yeah. But well, his eye costume. Well, let's so say you've got a very um you've got you've got your very clean puppets and you've got all the very uh say not as, P, not as PG, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh what's the one? Oh I, I remember it's going a few instances. Titty Bob. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I, I like Titty Bob. I'm a big fan of I am of the names I come up with for them. I, I do pride myself on the utter nonsense that I can think of for these characters. There's a lot of people who um who come up with names. I think they're a bit too try-hard. You know, Lord, Ponsonby, Smythe, the third, or whatever. Titty Bob. <laughs> it gets to the point quicker. Move on. Just look at the character. What is it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's always the first thing that comes into my head. There's, I, there's no, there's no reason why that character is named Pistain. None, other than it made me laugh when I thought of it. <laughs> um, what, what are the names of the characters behind you? If, for anyone that's just listening to the that's audio the of this podcast. Cat. Oh. Um, and because he is hideous and he's got eye custard, and that is his name. <laughs> and I'm the hideous cat, and I'm <laughs> dripping with lovely eye custard. <laughs> it's it's great how you just bring the character to life from literally just being right, just, a still it's statue. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Madness. And this other one is called Austin the Ogre. And he was built for Hacker Time. And he was performed in Hacker Time by Don Austin, who's a puppeteer. Who uh, Have you seen the Muppet Christmas Carol? I have. Yes, I have seen that. Well, Don Austin, who performed this guy, was inside the costume for the Ghost of Christmas Present. Oh, that's the... um. Very large one, ain't it? The big soup, yes. yeah, the middle yeah. with the big ginger beard. Mm. So Don performed this in Hacker Time. Hello, I'm Austin the Ogre from Hacker Time, performed by Donald Austin from the Muppets. Ah. 
and that's how he well he didn't spill that because I didn't do it but that is how he works and he's quite a massive puppet and Don's great with a big puppet he really gives them some welly um and back again to Hacker um yeah you just, you've done a lot of interviews with people I remember I think I've watched a podcast you did with someone else I think it was in yeah Oh, I can't remember what it's called now, but um, I was talking about how you've you've met Jim Carrey and that, and what to do. Yes, it's crazy what you get to do. Uh, you you don't know generally. You don't know how your day is going to pan out when you first start. So you'll get a call saying, um, "Do you fancy going to London tomorrow to interview Jim Carrey?" And I said, "Yes, I do. Of course I do." You don't get those sort of calls, do you? I'm from Wigan. I live in Wigan. It's a little, t- a little tiny town in the northwest of England. You don't get a phone call to nip to London and interview Jim Curry yeah. every day. It's the <laughs> maddest part of the job. Mm. You never know what your week's going. You've no idea how your day's going to end, and when it starts, you don't know what is going to, how it's going to end. And it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um. Say, so what advice would you give to someone that would maybe want to go into puppeteering? Because uh, I remember that I'd started off, and I remember. I, I always wanted, when I was younger, I wanted to be a puppeteer. I was like, oh, it's so cool. Because I remember going to see, it was a pantomime that had Basil Brush in it. And um, yes. I got to go backstage and it was amazing. I was like, oh, wow, puppeteering. Oh, I want to go into it. I just advise anyone who wants to get into it, just do it. But mm. don't be focused on, um, most people want to get into television puppetry. Mm. And as I said earlier, that's such a tiny job. There's, it's such a small um, environment you've got to get yourself out of that mindset otherwise you'll never do it so just create your own characters and these days it's easy to just put content out online I mean I put Instagram content out every day just for my own amusement I don't need yeah. to do that no. but it's just funny isn't it so I'd advise anyone to just get a puppet start if you buy one make one I mean I make them you can make them you can learn hmm. these days when I first started there was no internet yeah. these days you can there's learn lo- there's loads of videos online of people exactly there's yeah. loads now there's no excuse really not to make your own stuff you can make it then it fits your hand perfectly then you can do better work because store-bought ones don't work um and just practice with a monitor or a mirror or your phone um try lying on the floor with your arm in there see if you can cope <laughs> if it hurts you're in the wrong job oh yeah I was, I was about to say that as well like you're sat there for hours sometimes with your uh, yes and hours air. and you're cramped into sometimes you're in a box if hackers sat on top of a box you're inside the box it's like being buried alive yeah, um, just, if, you, if you're claustrophobic it's not the job for you no i've seen people that have literally got inside or they've literally hollowed out a couch and people have, it's like in oh, couches to... couch. when hacker time when Derek mcgee is sat on the couch reading that magazine mm. i'm in this couch and i was in it for hours it's a living hell sometimes. <laughs> so if you're not prepared to do all that sort of nonsense, it's not the yeah, job for you. Yeah. But yeah, do practice, practice and try to do your own content. Mm. Come up with characters and if anybody, if it's any good, someone will see it and get you in. It's as simple as that. And um, you also did some stuff for, was it, you did stuff for Sooty and Sweep, if I'm correct? Yes, I was Sweep yeah. in the last series. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, t- I- tell me a bit Go about on. that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know much about that. Well, I knew, I've known Richard Goodell for a few years. We met a few years ago at a toy, a sort of toy <laughs> fur thing, because they were producing hacker toys. So I took hacker along to launch the merchandise. And Richard was there flogging his sooty and sweet toys. And I got chatting to him. I've been a big sooty fan for years. And we got on and we got chatting. And then we kept in touch. And then a couple of years later, he rang me up and said, I know you're not going to be free. Because he knows how busy I am with Hacker. Because I know you won't be free, but I'll ask you anyway. Do you have two weeks in September or something to come and film a series of The Sooty Show? I want you to play Sweep. I said, I'll make myself free. So I took two weeks off Hacker. 
did six episodes of the sort of show as sweet I, that was a bucket list gig for me playing sweep is the greatest character in the sort of show isn't he mm. it's, it's great to get these opportunities though yeah, yeah well doing what i do you do get um afforded the opportunity to do some interesting and unusual things that you'd never would have expected mm. like you get random calls i got a call once would you go and play garden the gopher on keith lemon's picture show with keith and paddy Oh. Keith and Paddy's picture show. I was playing the Garden the Gopher as a gremlin in Pinewood Studios, where they filmed Star Wars and Little Shop. Yeah, of it's incredible, ain't it? Yeah, it's amazing what you yeah. get to do. Yeah, you've really got to pinch yourself every day and think, what on earth? How is this happening? <laughs> um, I think you've already answered this one though. But um, yeah, what got I'll you answer into it again? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not? Why not? We've got all the time in the world. Um, yeah, what what got you into puppeteering in the first place? I. I can't remember really, other than I was a big fan of the Muppets. I was a big fan of Rod Hull and Emu. I was a big fan of Orville when I was a kid. I started making puppets when I was about seven or eight out of paper and sellotape oh. and bits of crap you can find like in the sock house. puppets and yeah. yeah, exactly. So all that sort of nonsense. That's how I started. And then when I was nine, we got left a sewing machine. And when I was eleven, I started making puppets out of cloth. Uh, and foam and glue and proper like this sort of thing and i've never really stopped doing that um and while i was at school i started doing kids birthday parties i was doing puppet shows like the three little pigs or all the usual rubbish that everyone does when they start because that's all there is and i did that cabaret then for 20 years and then cbbc rang me up to come in and audition for hacker i went down there got that job when i packed in doing live stuff i've done hacker now for 12 years it's, just, yeah. it's not a great story. It's just a fl- my life has been a total series of flukes. Mm. What else have you done? Um, like... I worked on the Dark Crystal Age oh. of Resistance for Netflix. I did a few days on that, oh, nice. just doing assistance and background puppets and stuff. Is that um, still on Netflix? I'm after to have a look at that then. I think it is still on. Do you know yeah. what? I haven't watched it, you know. I haven't oh, watched you're it not? yet. You're... Uh, uh, yeah, I'll have, have, to, have to take a look at this after this podcast. Yeah, Yeah. there's 10 episodes. It's about 10 hours. Hmm. Um, I'm always up for a good series. So give that a watch. Let me know yeah, what you think. Won't I will you? do. If it's wor- let me know if it's worth watching, and I'll, I might tune in. <laughs> yeah, was it called the Dark um, Dark Crystal? Did you Dark say? Crystal Age yeah. of Resistance. There was oh. a film in 1981 called The Dark Crystal, made by the Muppet People, Henson, mm. and this is a prequel to that film. Oh, nice. Um, but it was filmed like 40 years later, <laughs> and it was all filmed in London in Langley Studios in Slow. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, Great having you. I know this was quite a short podcast, but... Do you want to see hacking before we go? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, would love to. <laughs> um, no, it was great fun, that. <laughs> yeah, Hello, it's great having you on. It is I, Hacker for Dog, here on Jake's podcast. La, 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 la. And we're both dressed the same. Hey, I know, we've both got orange right, shirts. <laughs> hey, good colour, that nice shade of grey. Is it grey? Uh, orange, yeah, we've got orange. Everything's grey to me. I only see oh. black and white. Oh yeah, dogs only see black and white, don't they? The dog thing. Uh, thanks for having me on, Cocker. Can I come on again? Oh, I'd, I'd love to have you on another time. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes, well, write it down, and I'll <laughs> speak to my people. They'll speak to your people, and then they can speak to my people's people. Alright. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for joining me. Cheers, yeah. Cocker. <laughs> right, you can go now. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Cheers, Jane. I enjoyed that. And if you want me on again, give it a show. Uh, of course. Thank you very much. Um, make sure to follow me on. You can follow me on Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, um, 
oh, I've forgotten. I'm on loads of things now. I'm on Apple Podcast. Yeah, did I say Spotify? I think I said that. But um, yeah, uh, give me a like, give me a follow, and um, thank you for joining me. See ya. My pleasure. Take care, talker.